Hi, dreamers. This is Lucy, and welcome to another episode of the Self Made Expats with Lucy Jan, where I interview expats from all across the globe to share their inspiring and motivating stories. Today, I'm here with Eva Golan, who is a marketing director at Level Wellbeing and the founder of Dance Body DXB. Eva was born and raised in Poland, and she moved to the UK when she was 18 years old. After living in the UK for more than 10 years, in 2016, she moved to Dubai, and now she is based in beautiful and exotic Dubai. Eva has more than 15 years of solid experience in marketing. She worked in finance, real estate, and the health and wellness industries. And with her knowledge and passion for dance, she founded a dance school in Dubai that offers a variety of styles, including Afrofit, reggaeton, hip-hop, hills, and Brazilian funk. I have so many questions for Eva. I love <laughs> dancing and you know i watched her videos before our recruiting today and i was so amazed her dance the energy and the vibes that i could feel from her videos and i also haven't been to dubai yet so i'm super curious about her life in dubai and also in the uk welcome to the show eva so great to have you today Thank you so much for having me and for a beautiful intro <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much really um pleased to be here thank you Super excited. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you've been living abroad for more than 15 years and you. <laughs> and We're giving away my age now, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Wait, kind of more like 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So you, yeah. So 15, 18 years. Yeah. And you're originally from Poland. Do you feel like That's you right. miss? Yeah. Do you miss home from time to time? Good, uh, good opening question. And uh, usually, normally, no, but I actually went to see my mom in December. So, a couple of months um, and she lives in Poland. So, I went to see her in Warsaw. And, uh, and obviously, the country has changed so much since I left. So, when I left, I was 18. Now I'm 36. So, uh, yeah, it just it changed so drastically that uh, it for the better. I would say. Um, so I was like, well, this is great. I should come here more often. You know, it's been like four, over four years that I haven't been there. So um, what I don't miss is the cold. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I do miss actually speaking in my mother tongue a bit. And I suck at it. Like my my Polish sucks. So if someone tries to ask me what, what I do in my in my lang in my mother tongue, I, I really am embarrassed because I can't say it properly and my brother my brother normally just like looks at me like Eva come on so <laughs> it was a good opportunity to go see my mom and then after two three days I was like okay I can I can do this I can speak normally um yeah it's, it's really bad because normally I just I speak English everywhere really yeah so yeah you don't really practice it and then you just end up looking like a dumb you know dumbass <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> in your own country um <laughs> but yeah so uh, yeah, it's it, I don't miss the cold, but I think culture-wise, the food, I miss the food. The food is amazing. Um, I basically worked out double the um, the normal the, my usual the workout schedule in, in Poland that I had was double the the usual one that I have here. So just to be able to eat more. Um, but yeah, 
overall uh don't miss it that much but i miss the fam and and just the vibe a little bit so i definitely want to be there more often Wow. And I, I can totally understand with you too, because like, you know, when we are living abroad, we are so used to speaking English and we don't yes. really use our mother tongue that much. Yeah. I don't know if you resonate with me, but I feel like sometimes my personality changes when I speak English and when I speak my yeah. mother tongue, right? Do you feel yeah. like that as well? Yeah. I feel like I'm nicer when I speak <laughs> my mother tongue. I don't oh, know it? what it is, right? I just feel like I'm a nicer person when I speak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. And your tone of voice as well changes. It's weird. Yes. You know what I agree yeah. with you? Because when I speak Korean, I feel like I'm more polite. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, that's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very, very. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, seems like a common thing. So it's, it could be a good topic to explore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Super interesting. So, okay, so you you moved from Poland when you were 18 years old uh, and then you've been, you lived in the UK for quite some, quite many years and then you moved to Dubai. So you've been living in, you know, two different countries for more than 15 years, 18 oh, years, okay. actually. <laughs> what are some of the key lessons that you learned by living abroad, would you say? Hmm. Key lessons. Personally, I think that it, it helped me be less afraid of trying new things. Hmm. Uh, it helped me grow in a way that, um, yeah, like I'm I'm less afraid to try new things because I've already, you know, moved my life twice, and I think it made me made me less afraid to start again from scratch if I ever have to mm. do that again um and I think it opened my eyes to the diversity of cultures multinational um, you know because of of course London and Dubai are both very mu multicultural places so uh, I think it kind of opened my eyes to that to to the all the differences and um and kind of embracing those you know how mm. to like kind of help me learn how to embrace them and 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 respect them so that wherever you find yourself in the world i think sometimes what's happening in the world is that people try to uh sort of project their own culture onto the the place where they are when they find themselves and i don't want to get too political about it but i feel like it, it can it happen quite a lot uh from what i've seen so i think whenever I find myself, I, you know, try to respect the culture where I am. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is kind of like, yeah, I think the, the biggest lesson is kind of trying not to, it helped me not be afraid of starting again. If, if it ever has to happen, you know, mm -hmm. if, if I ever touch wood, I don't want to be again in the, in the, in any like bad financial situation, for example, like I did find myself in my life many times, mm -hmm. but I don't want to like, but I'm not scared of that. Like, I know I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Mm. I guess like it's because you 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 know you you basically you did it. You you overcame it. Mm. You basically, you know, you know every everything is figure outable because you already have done it. Ah, yes, so Marie Forleo. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're gonna talk about Are that. Marley like, Forleo fan? I yeah. know. Yeah, we are definitely going to talk more about Marie Folio, but like I'm a huge <laughs> fan too. So when she, you know, she, 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 she has this book, right? And then like she says, yes. oh, everything is figure out. I was like, oh, 
What a good word, bigger yeah, audible. It's like that's is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've had I've got that book. Um and yeah, it's 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 like has like whenever you I hear it, it's like of of course like we it's it it life it comes with challenges and yeah. I think accepting it is the best thing that we can do for ourselves so we don't just ex- accept that everything's going to be rosy and everything's going to be mm. great and it's just going to be like this um it's going to come with challenges and and it has and for me so uh yeah but it's uh it's it's a great it's a great thing so if i for example decide to move again ever in my mm. life i'll just like, it'll just be so much easier than yeah. that first time around of yeah of course of course Yeah, I mean living abroad is such a great experience, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so you moved from Poland to the UK. So I'm curious to to know, you know, what made you move to the UK when you were so young and, mm-hmm. you know, have you always wanted to move to the UK or, you know, have you always wanted to live abroad since you were young? Mm-hmm. So, actually, I think be- that I visited London a year before a year before I moved to the UK so I went there for like a couple of months mm-hmm. just for my like school holiday so that was the final sort of holiday before I finished and graduated high school um so I just my my brother was living there already so I decided to visit him and I was 17 so I think that was my first time on the on the plane kind of situation you know mm-hmm. um and I just love the vibe. I love the buzz of the city. Mm. Um and I I knew that there's so many possibilities in London that I can get that I can't get back home because I'm originally from a very small town. And I just never really I've never seen myself staying there. So when I visited for a couple of months I just got that first taste and then I went back to Poland, finished my high school and literally like I sign I I think it was my last exam on and then the day the, the day after that exam I was gone I was like see ya wow. and then I told my mom <laughs> and I told everyone that I'm like I'll be back I will of course I have to come back to you know think about university and where am I going to go but I actually never applied anywhere I never applied to any Just university left. in Poland and then after one month of of living in London I called my mom and I was like mom I'm not coming back <gasps> I want to study in London. I want to live here. I want to make a living and I want to just I see it as as my home. This is what I want to be. And uh and she just responded. She's like I knew it. <laughs> I knew it you're not going to come back. <laughs> so I'm she glad I'm it. grateful to my mom for giving me that freedom. Yes. You know, for trusting in me. She mm. knew that I was uh, the responsible one. Mm. Even though at that young age she knew that she could trust me and I was responsible. Obviously, I had my naive moments when you're kind of like you think everything's you know every, everything's great, but uh uh just looking at that it's just good memories. But yeah, I mean, I I just knew that London was somewhere where I just I, I could get better life and and work opportunities and and it was so much fun, you know, being being so young in in such a big town. Wow. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, as you said, you know, when you first landed in London, you feel like, you know, you love the vibe and mm. you know, you can you can see the possibilities and stuff like that. Mm. And I agree that like I feel like every city and every place has their soul and their vibe, right? Each city has like yeah. different kind of charm and different yeah. vibe, right? So when you feel like when we just visit new place if we feel the vibe, I'm like 
I can understand. Yes. Like, I, I'm going to yeah. move here. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in like, I'm quite adventurous. Like I've always been, I've always liked new things, trying new things. And then just being very adventurous. So I come from a town of, I think, I don't know, 30,000 people. You know, there's two high schools in my hometown. There's no university. So even wow. for university, I'd have to move and, and, and live ev- elsewhere. So and you know, you know, every single street, everybody knows you, everybody knows your family, yeah. everybody gossips, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. just kind of like looking at what you wear and stuff. Like, and I never was into that. I was never into drama. I was like, I just want to be away from the drama <laughs> and from, like, you know, all of that mentality. I just really love the the UK mentality as well. And I'm really grateful for that because mm-hmm. in Eastern Europe, unfortunately, we don't have something, we don't have that engraved in us like like the UK um, culture has. So for example, like, so you go to the supermarket in Poland. Again, that was a long time ago, right? Now things mm-hmm. are changing, of course. But back then it was just like, you wouldn't get a, hi, good morning. How can I help you from a, from a sales mm. assistant, right? You'd walk yeah. into the supermarket and I'd be like, what do you want? <laughs> like, I want to spend <laughs> money. I want to buy things. But of course that was a long time ago. Like I said, things of are changing course. now. Uh, mm. When I went to Warsaw, it was a very different experience. Everybody was very polite and helpful and it was amazing. My mom was like, oh my God, people are so nice here. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, so Yes. And then when I went to the UK, I learned that, you know, I absorbed that. And and I think that can help you, you know, learning new cultures and just kind of learning how, how people are to each other, how, how nice it can be. I think that was like a one of the very first things that I really appreciated about moving to the UK. Um, mm. And of course, like the work and life possibilities that I was able to get there. So I studied there for four years uh, part time. I did my business degree, my BA, um, whilst working full time as well. Wow. So that was that was a bit of a challenge, uh, and I and you know part of me was always like, oh, I wish I had that journey where, you know, like m- normally people have go to university, get go for a gap year, and then they find work, right? Or mm-hmm. they find they go for an internship and they find uh, their path. For me, it was quite different, you know, because obviously I had to support myself from the moment I arrived in the UK. So I found the job four days after arrival. So it's not like I actually just enjoyed it as a holiday destination. <laughs> I found uh, for my first job four days in. Um, so I started working. I had to support myself. I had to pay rent. Um, my brother, my second brother also arrived a, a month later because he found out that I'm staying. So he was like, well, if you and my other brother are already there, I'm coming. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so now I have to find, you know, accommodation for all of us. And I, you know, that's the thing. Like I was the responsible one. Um, mm. So I did that. So again, like I, I grew up pretty quickly, um, but I had to, you know, I had to. And, and part of me is like, oh, I wish I had that other experience, but then I think my life would not have gone that way. And mm. I would not have had that corporate and the and the work experience that I've had had I not had that journey um so even going from working in the pub you know because that was my first job uh I uh my mom had a pub a restaurant back in Poland and that was my like that was my you know thing weekend thing like it was my so cool uh you know my cash uh allowance so basically I was getting I was getting you know some some money from my mom when I was 16 and for for helping her in the restaurant and the pub and then when I moved to the UK, that was my first job, obviously, you know, 2004, 2005. Um, but after six months, I think I was like, okay, I want to try something else. Um, so I did some market research. That was fun. I really like 
talking to people. So I did like a market research job and, um, and then I worked in the restaurant, uh, in Mayfair in the UK that in London, that was uh, a good experience as well. Um, that's where the, like I've met the queen for the first time. I mean, I didn't wow. meet her. I saw her, she came to the restaurant because it was quite a sort of like a British posh place. Uh, with the restaurant was French, but it was owned by a British, um, uh, yeah, British man. And, uh, but again, I knew that this is not what I wanted to do. Um, and then, then my partner at the time helped me to find sort of like my first, um, office mm-hmm. experience. So that's how I got into marketing. Wow. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, you said that like, you just had to, you just, you just had to grow fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because you were so young, you just like had to figure out like how to earn money at a young age. Yeah. And I really do admire people who are, you know, studying and working at the same time because it's not easy. Um, mm-hmm. There must be a lot of group assignment. There are a lot of like homework and et cetera. I mean, like mm-hmm. we got to graduate as well, but at the same time, like we got to earn money to sustain our living. And yeah, that's like yeah. remarkable to hear yeah. your, your journey. But they see like at that time, I was just like, oh, it's how it is. You wow. know, you don't mm-hmm. really think i didn't think much i just i you know i just was on on that vibe where i was like okay i just have to do it like i have Mm. i have to support myself and i have to work um and i wanted to study like i knew that i wanted to to study there was a point where i was like f this i'm done (laughs) you know commuting (laughs) on the bus um but uh for for like hours and hours but i stuck Sucked and I've done it and I finished it and I'm I'm really happy that I did. Um mm. because yeah, it's just especially now that I live in Dubai, I know how much that means. Uh, when you've got that London experience and you've got mm. a London, like a UK degree. So um yeah, I'm really grateful for that bit that I didn't give up. So if yeah. you are studying, if you are listening and you're about to <laughs> give up, don't give up. Don't give up. Finish it. <laughs> finish it as much as you're you know you might be swearing or hating something a special assignment or something just finish it it's worth it it will pay off amen to that (laughs) (laughs) okay so you obviously loved living in the UK and you Mm -hmm. lived in the UK for more than 10 years Mm -hmm. but in 2016 about Mm. six or seven years ago I guess you decided to move to Dubai so Mm. What happened? Why huh. did you all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, decide to move to Dubai? You know, yes. uh, there are many other countries that we can consider as well, but why Dubai? Um, yeah. So tell, tell a, us more I, about yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like that, that story is a little bit more interesting personally. <laughs> okay. Bring it out. <laughs> okay. So I was working for a, um, a real estate company in the UK and things were going okay but I knew that it wasn't you know I wasn't it wasn't I wasn't meant to be there Mm -hmm. and um I got fired Mm -hmm. um so I I was brought into the room with the HR and my manager you know the usual and then uh, I was told that I was was fired and then they were putting me kind of like on garden leave so I had they were paying me for two months salary and uh you know I I didn't have to work so I was like okay 
And my manager was really upset. He was like, how can I do that? You know, he, he was, he really had my back. We actually shared the same birthday. His name was Steve. He was so lovely. And I said to him, Steve, don't worry. It's the best thing that happened to me. It's fine. I'll be okay. Like I knew at that time, that's the best thing that happened to me. I didn't know why, but I was like, I'm going to figure, I'm going to figure it out. Financially, I wasn't great because my finances, my spending, I've never really had that education when it comes to finances. So that's something that I'm, I self-taught myself and I, I hit the rock bottom a few times and then I got out of it and I just, you know, I never had that support from really anyone before. So I had to learn it and I learned it the hard way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, look, but I'll be fine. You know? So obviously all my colleagues helped me pack. I had so many things in that office. I literally, it's like I lived there because I cycled to work every day. So I had the whole wardrobe there. It was crazy. So they helped me pack and I literally booked my ticket to Ibiza the next day. And I went to Ibiza, but it wasn't like a crazy, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of Ibiza trip. It was that spiritual thing, spiritual um, thing, longing that I had that I wanted to really just kind of like connect with myself and figure out the next steps. So I went there with like one backpack, a backpack and my bike. And I had a bike at that time. Um, and I wanted to like <laughs> go around the island and cycle around Ibiza. So I basically never even opened the bike from the from the packaging. Um, but I did, you know, had my spiritual awakening and I had a really good time. Just like I met some friends um, and I had a really good time and I came back and then I traveled basically for four months. So I went to everywhere like Europe as Latin America. And then I came back and I was like, okay, what am I, what am I going to like, what am I going to do now? You know, Mm. it was like July when I got fired. And I think it was like September when I came back from all of my travels and I was like, right, Eva, so my knees, you know, getting tight now, what are you going to do? You know, you need to pay the rent, you need to, all of these things. So, and I was, I started applying for some jobs, but my heart wasn't in it. Like my mm. heart was just not in it. I was, I came back from, I came back from all the travels. I love, you know, sunsets, seeing sunsets, watching sunsets and being by the beach. And I was just like, I just, my heart is not in it. And uh, somewhere around that summertime as well, I went to the psychic in London with a friend of mine. And that psychic told me, she was like, Eva, I see a visa and I see you moving. I don't see you staying here and I see a visa and I see a lot of Muslims and I see a lot of Asians in that place. And Dubai was not on the cards at all, Mm -hmm. at all at that time. I had no clue that I was going to move. And I was like, okay, visa, maybe like I'll try, I'll just, you know, travel somewhere. And then basically one day I was scrolling through Facebook and I, you know, at that time it was still quite pretty, you know, a cool thing to do. So I was scrolling my Facebook wall and I saw a, like two posts, I think from colleagues of mine that I worked with in London in my previous job. And I was like, wow, like they basically, they both moved to Dubai Mm -hmm. um, at that time. So I was like scrolling through Facebook. I saw their posts from Dubai. They're having the best time, time of their lives. It's sunny. It's beautiful. They're just partying. And I'm like, this is what I want. This is where I need to be. (laughs) It's raining wow. in London. It's gray. I need to move there. And as it happened, so my background has been marketing. I did that degree. And I, uh, at, that, at that time, I think I've been in marketing for like 10 years. Mm. So I reached out to one of my colleagues and, and he uh, happened to work in a tech com- company here in Dubai. And I was like, 
if you know of any vacancies, please let me know. And then as it happened, I went on LinkedIn to check out the company and they had a position available for a B2B marketing manager. And that was my background. So I applied for it and I told him and I said, listen, I applied for it. If there's any chance that you can let, you know, the hiring uh, committee know that I'm interested, please, please, uh, please do. And he did. And then I got the interview. uh, And then four weeks later, I was in Dubai. Yeah. That was meant to be. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh my gosh. Really? Really? I, uh, and, and honestly, like money wise, I was, I was effed. Like, I, I don't want to swear, you know, because I don't know, like audience wise, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) I, yeah, it wasn't fun. I was, I was just getting to the point where it's, it's getting really, really scarce. I need to, Mm. you know, I need it. Um, and I, and I just packed my bags and, and left and I told my family I was like I'm moving and and uh they were like okay we'll come and visit it's a bit far are you sure um and you know at that time also I was I was running my classes in London right so I was running my dance mm. business as well which we can touch on so I was had to goodbye to all of say goodbye to all of my students and some of them had been to Dubai and they were like well, are you sure you know as a woman da, da, da. and I was mm. like I'll be fine it's it's fine I came to Dubai a couple of times before and that's something that we were talking about first time. And, and, and when I first came to Dubai, I think it was 2010 and I was like, oh, I could never live here. <laughs> <laughs> I could never live here. So, you know, different. And then six years later, well, guess what? Um, you know, life is so funny uh, like that. And, uh, and yeah, I was just like, I, I want the, the one of the, basically one of the reasons as well is like, I wanted to be by the beach. I wanted to be in the sun. I wanted to be in a place where, lifestyle is easier mm. um and I think I didn't even have a clue of that how much easier lifestyle is in Dubai than it is in London I was tired of you know the commute um and just the, the weather and and mm. stuff like that so I think again every place has got pros and cons and I love London for all the experience that I was able to gain in it uh, that I was able to get my degree that I studied my career I'm happy you know that I was able to start my uh dance business there that I was able to meet all of the amazing people mm. that who helped me sort of get into help me with my my dance career and also um my dance business and and was able to to learn from the people that were visiting London at that time just like gain that um sort of experience um but yeah I think I was just mm. like craving craving being by this living by and I'm looking out the the my window right now in front of me and it's just beautiful and sunny blue sky so and it's like that almost all year round so it was uh yeah it was I I just felt it in my gut that I had to do it it was the right thing to do well I okay so I do definitely have a lot of questions about <laughs> Dubai because I've never been and I think it's such a beautiful and exotic place that a lot of people actually do want to move uh there yeah. as well but one of the things that you you mentioned uh, just like stuck in my head and I just have to ask. So one of the things that you keep saying, which I find is super inspiring, you keep saying that like, oh, I'll be fine. It's such a simple sentence, but like, I feel like in that sentence, if that sentence alone is so powerful, how, how do you, so like how, well, we, I guess like we are never beast 
certain about our future but like how mm. is there any kind of like advice that you can give to people uh for worrying about like what might happen um mm-hmm. and who want to think that who want to believe that oh it's got to be okay I'll be fine etc but like is there any kind of you know secret or any kind of advice that you you do uh to yourself to really believe in yourself that you're going to mm-hmm. be okay you're going to be fine yeah so full disclaimer right i don't feel like that about everything mm-hmm. right not always but when i f- like when i know something deep in my gut when i can f- know when i know that this is something that i need to do or i know that i need to it's calling me then i know that i'll be okay when i'm doubting wow. something when i'm in the situation when i'm doubting is like should i do this or should i you know like should i f- in a, for example lo- a long time ago should i stay in this relationship or should mm. i not it was like I, I, and then when I made a decision to leave, that's when I knew I was like, I'll, I don't know how, but I'll be fine. I'll make yeah. it like I, this is my inner God. My instinct is telling me. And I think a lot of us, um, you know, practice, maybe, you know, practice yoga or pra- practice my uh, meditation. And, 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 and ha- that's, that's how we ha- can help ourselves to kind of get more in tune with our intuition and God. So that's what I would recommend. But it's like when you know that there's some that something's calling you, mm. that you know you're gonna be okay. Wow. And then and that's how I go by. Like when I don't know a hundred percent, when I'm a bit like, mm, yeah. yes, no, shall I, shall I not? That's when I kind of like wait. Mm. But when I know when something's calling me and I know that it's the right thing to do, I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna make it, but I'll just I know that I will. I feel like you're very yeah. decisive is when you know when you know exactly that when I know yeah when you know yeah but <laughs> like know. yeah um yeah you know because like when you decided to move to the UK you made a decision yeah. quite fast I'm gonna move yeah. there you just like literally pack your bag and just move yeah. there and Dubai as well you didn't really yeah. plan it or you didn't really think about it like for a year or a two-year plan you just like you know when I when you saw those photos on Facebook this is it I'm gonna oh. go no. Wow, I think that's I, I think, powerful. Yeah. But I think important to mention as well. It's like things like this, even though, like, yes, it happened like this, I didn't plan it, but I had it in my head. And that's something mm. that we I mentioned to you as well the first time we spoke. I put on a piece of paper that I in I was 28. And I put down a piece of paper, I wrote it down. I, I think no, I, I put it on Canva, printed it out, and I stuck it on my journal. It was, I was 28, so it was 2014. And I was like, in two years' time, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to live by the beach. Oh, wow. And I, by then, I had absolutely, I just put it out there. And I, wow. and I really like, there are some things that I, I maybe I said, but I didn't believe in and they didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I really believed in this. So I think I do believe in manifestation, but I do believe. It happens when you really believe in it. Mm. And I really believed in that. So I just put it down and I forgot about it. And then then when I was, you know, moving and picking what to take with me and I opened the journal, I was like, wow. Wow. I also put that I'm going to be debt free, but that happened later on. (laughs) For that, I had to wait a few more years. Um, So, yeah, like I do. Maybe I'll subconsciously. I didn't believe that I was able to be debt free by the same time. Um, But yeah. 
It was, it was, I, I do believe that when we manifest something and we really mm. believe in that, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And then, you know, I remember about the psychic story and I was like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. she, knew. she knew. So I was like, how did she know that? I, it was nowhere. It was no yeah. written on my face. I, I was <laughs> just happy, you know, not having to go to the office at that time. And I was just like, what's going on? Had, you know, so I don't know, just kind of, I do believe in higher powers. I do believe, you know, we're all connected to the universe in, in, mm. in ways that we cannot see. But we, need, mm. I believe in that and I do believe mm. in higher powers. So I do believe that, you know, somehow she knew. <laughs> same, same, same. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, so you wanted that- to hear Bomar about Dubai. Yeah, Dubai. And also, I'm curious because like you mentioned that uh, you knew that, you know, by the age of 30, you knew that you want to live in, in, you know, in the beach mm-hmm. area. When did you realize, because like London is not like a beach place, right? When did you realize that, oh, like I got to live near, you know, by by the beach and stuff like that? When did you learn that? And also like, can you tell tell us more about like, you know, you're living in Dubai? You're living um, in Dubai. Yeah. So I think I realized that when I went, when I got fired and then I traveled for a few months, right? So I was just like, I went to all of these beautiful places and majority of them are by the beach. So I went to Rio, I went to Buenos Aires, uh, went to, um, I went to my, uh, Mallorca, Ibiza, right? All of in Croatia, like we went for a crazy yacht week, you know, we went oh, wow. with my friends, um, for that crazy yacht week, which was amazing. So I was like, I I was so connected to water and I was so connected to, to the sun. And I was just like, I went back to L- London and, and that's when I kind of got depressed because I was like, it's gray. It was raining because it was like mm. October by that time. So it was very cold, um, cold raining and all of that. And I was like, I think I'm done. I, I, I That's when I was like, why not Dubai? You know, when, when I was looking at my, my, the pictures of my friends, it's like, they did it. Oh, I cannot I do me. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, you know, that's the thing. It's like when I, I had some questions too, of course, I was like, I'm very much into fitness and dancing. So I was like, are there places where I can do that? How is that going to work? And everybody sort of like has got that stigma around like, you know, can women do that? And, you know, once you arrive, you're like, it's just life is normal everywhere else. You know, I started teaching, I think two weeks after I arrived, so I started teaching dance at a gym and then I opened the business with my partner um, a year later. So like it was so easy, you know, and, and people here know when that's the thing, when you're an expat and you come to a place where, it, you know, there's, a, there's, you know, it's primarily experts uh, lived. So I think in Dubai, it's probably right around 80 to 20 ratio. Mm-hmm. So 80% experts and 20% nationals. Um, and then people know they've been in your shoes. Mm. So there's Facebook groups that you can sign up for and they can join for help. And then there's any topic that you need, whether you want to buy or sell or anything, when you want to move, you want to find a place to live, you you know you're looking for advice on anything there's a facebook mm-hmm. group for that so i still recommend going for joining facebook group for anything when you first when you arrive somewhere you know check out instagram um and i always say like find what you love and, mm-hmm. and that's how you're going to sort of like 
expand your circle of friends, find new friends. So uh, I think that was like the first sort of year for me in Dubai was just kind of like exploring what's out there, going out, meeting people and kind of seeing who the real friends can be. You know, that takes time as well, of course, to form real friendships. Um, and that was scary for me because I, my best friend was in London. Um, mm. So that I know it's it's not it's not easy when we have our friends and family already somewhere. But again, like if you are moving to a place like like Dubai, where there's expect where community of experts is really really high, you will find it easier to move because people have been there, they've been in your shoes, they know they want to help, right? So whoever comes to Dubai first, as I'm like, just tell me what you need. There's help available everywhere. Mm. Everyone's just really happy to help because they've been they've been there. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and so that's why I feel like it was easier than I thought it would be mm -hmm. uh, because it was really easy to make friends um this you know if depends what you're into as well right but like I'm into a healthy lifestyle but I'm also you know I want to have fun and I was single mm -hmm. at that time so I was going out a lot meeting new people um and you know that stigma around you know women I'm like it, you know depends what you're what you know what you believe in what your culture is right you don't have to cover up if that's not what your mm -hmm. religion is mm -hmm. you you will cover up if that's what your beliefs are and your religion is that's that your culture but you don't have to if you're a westerner and you know you're going out and you're going out to restaurants etc so it's absolutely it's and that's why I think so many people want to live here and move here mm -hmm. because Dubai is very liberal and mm. um and it's an amazing city because it's constantly evolving it's constantly ch constantly changing the the sheikhs want to make it the most the most beautiful place to live in the world and, and i believe that they are mm. going to make it happen mm. um there's a lot more green spaces growing every single year cycling trucks wow popping up everywhere like the cycling trucks wow connected. Mm -hmm. This whole city is connected. So you can cycle for, I don't know, 50, 60 kilometers all around. It's amazing. Wow. Um, people don't know about that. I didn't know so about that. Th like, I didn't expect that in Dubai, to be honest. Like, cycling yeah. track. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. So I think that's the thing about Dubai. And I'm really happy that you reached out to me about this because Dubai gets pretty bad wrapped rap rap for for superficial, but for being superficial and, you know, very sort of glam. Dubai bling kind of vibe mm. you know if you've seen oh yeah if you've seen, <laughs> I watched if you've it. seen that <laughs> I watched it yeah. yes so yes I was like, wow this is like high society <laughs> that's the the side that people get to see but they don't get to see mm. the the real the real yeah. life you know um mm. and and that, that's unfortunate so hopefully by thing you know podcasts such as yours and and uh you know other means of just just like seeing the real uh, life so I, I always say like it depends what you're into right if you're into that you can find it here mm -hmm. if you're into fitness you can find it if you're into yoga you can find it if you're into family life and you want to move here with your family you're you'll be okay there's so many things that you can do here with kids so and I don't have any but I know that like my friends have kids and they, they love it here it's so safe mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the other things that I want to touch but touch base it's so safe I like you can leave your wallet and your phone in the restaurant. Any the restaurant. Phone is touching. On the table, you can go to the bathroom, come back, it's still there. In London, it would just, you know, be snatched mm, mm, in a second. Mm, mm. You can leave your car open. 
Um, wow. You can like leave your house open. Everybody open leaves the house open. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. That means like that no, says no one that I know locks their houses because <laughs> it's security. Right, security. I want to visit Dubai though. You have to. <laughs> Am I selling it? I'm selling it. <laughs> you are selling it so well. I mean, like you're yeah. like Dubai yeah. ambassador or something. I'm like, wow, yeah. I, I want to travel to Dubai. And, and yeah. as a woman, I feel safe. I can go to the beach at one That's o'clock incredible. in the morning. One o'clock in the morning, you can also go And to it's the okay. Beach. No one's wow. going to attack me. No one's going to harass me. And if it does happen, that someone talks to you from a car, for example, you can mm. report them, mm. right? So, I mean, I've been to other countries where it does happen so much more, right? Mm. And like I went to Brazil and it, it was the most beautiful place and, and Rio is just gorgeous, right? But that mm. safety element is not there. You're, you're scared. Where else here, you can watch, you can you can wear your watch, you can watch, you know, wear anything and you're safe. So I think that's that's a huge benefit that we just, whenever yeah. we leave Dubai, we're like, wow, we take it for granted. And, yeah. and then like when we come back, we're like, okay, this, no, when we, when we are in Dubai, we take it for granted when we leave and we're like, wow, mm, we go to Europe or somewhere. We're like, exactly. wow, this is amazing. So that's why I would say like, yeah, the safety is a huge aspect. I love it the sunshine uh easy easy lifestyle so it's like you can get anything delivered and i know it sounds very like oh my god you're so like you know dubai problems but it makes it life easier because you can focus on other things that you're meant to be doing you can focus on your work you can focus on your friends you know you can Mm. you you have that even on an okay okay uh um salary your your lifestyle is so much better Mm. Right, because you can just just focus on doing the things that you love right mm. you don't have to go to the supermarket and queue and even during covid like even mm-hmm. that how how the city handled the and the, the country handled the covid situation it was amazing you know because we only had a lot of lockdown once in oh is UK it for, yeah oh wow like in the uk it was like what three times you know mm-hmm. that also impacts your mental health yeah so yeah. hugely right and i know so many people just moved to, moved out of the uk and came here because they were like mm. this is what they were craving for that freedom yeah. to be able to go to the gym to be able to walk outside to be able to socialize with people yeah. go and do the things that you want to do so the regulations were very strict and of course like even if you had if we, we wanted to go from dubai to abu dhabi we had to get a COVID test right so i had to do a pcr but the way it was organized um, it was just so amazing. So that's why it's like when it comes to, you know, the, well, what the sheikhs and the family, the royal family are doing here to to ensure that everyone's okay and everyone's, you know, um, just able to live their life as normally as possible during COVID. It was, it was amazingly handled. And yeah, it's just like that, that the city is completely just developing, transforming every year. There's new places all the time to visit to do and and i think what's what i love about this the being here as well is like it's not just about dubai it's about all the um neighboring emirates so you can go mm-hmm. hiking in ras al-khaimah you can hi- go hiking mm-hmm. in uh fujairah you can you know i i got my scuba diving license last year something that i really wow. want to do for such a long time and i did it here it's easy right you can wow. it's just here and then you know you can go to oman uh, it's just two hours or you know by 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 uh by car 
so you can just drive, get on the boat and go scuba diving in Oman. Or Sri Lanka is three hours away. The Maldives, four hours away. Uh, Maldives, Thailand, oh my goodness. Um, Bali, you know, it's just like you could just get catch, catch yeah, one flight. It's so true. well connected to the States everywhere, right? It's like yeah. the Emirates are such an amazing um, airline. So overall, like, you have all of these things that just like it's like oh it's, it's great I can I can do that so much easier and it's 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 a lot mm. more affordable to to go from here because yeah. life is expensive I have to say life in Dubai is expensive so whenever you travel somewhere else you're like oh that's not too bad you know yeah I can, I can afford <laughs> that um, so yeah and that's also I'm grateful for that because the currency that I'm making my money in mm. is 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 pretty well valued living by yeah. being a, but living here so like whenever you travel um you kind of feel like okay I, I can I can I got this it's not it's not too bad you know so that's wow. why like these are the I would say that the positives that come with living here and of course like every every place has got pros and cons so I'm not saying like Dubai is all sunshine and glory and mm. and all of that um but the for me personally the pros are are uh you know are a much higher much much more important of course it gets really really hot mm. in the summer it does mm. um but everywhere's you know you whatever you go there's air conditioning so you're mm. and then in the summer even like we sometimes go with my partner we go to the pool and we just sit in the pool and in the shade and that's mm -hmm. not too bad you know like yeah. we can still do that yeah, it's a bit humid but you can still do that like there's people have got bigger problems than that mm -hmm. so yeah right um so we can still do that and then we can travel again like you know take a flight fly for two three hours and and just completely change the 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 climate mm. um so it's yeah the summers are a bit tough but again now with people working remotely a lot right there's a lot of people who work remotely or they have that hybrid setup at work or they are able to just you know travel from and, and work from anywhere they want and you know, I'm grateful that, for example, level well-being where I where I work uh, is 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 an amazing place to work. And then one of the benefits is that that we can just work from anywhere. So, for example, wow, this year, if, that's if so I want, cool. yeah, if I want to go away for a couple of months and just get away from the heat, I know that I can do that, and wow. and it's okay. So I can work from anywhere. And I think a lot more companies are ad adopting that, right? And people are looking for that. Like that freedom and flexibility and trust that I can whatever I am I'm still gonna do the job it's just mm. going to impact my my health my well-being I'll, I'll feel happier you know and mm. I'll feel more productive and I'll be more um you know dedicated because mm. as a company if you've got that trust in me I I have the trust in you and there's a mutual trust yeah um of course some people might abuse it so then you have to you know make sure that you have the right team Mm -hmm. um in order to 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 make it work wow um, i feel like yeah go ahead yeah so you know i've been talking for a long time now. no i love it i love <laughs> it i mean i feel like i can talk to you for like five hours five hours <laughs> i have so many because i've never been to dubai and after hearing your your yeah. life in dubai I, first of all i like you want to move <laughs> i, I want to travel first and then like Yalla, definitely want to travel there um but yeah, I know that a lot of people, Dubai is one of the places many like people want to move to as an expat, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
so yeah, like I, I'm sure like, you know, people who listen to our podcast, they feel like, oh, Dubai, I haven't yeah. really think about that, but let me check it out. <laughs> you yes. know, maybe you and- are changing one person's life, you know, to new yeah. trajectory. Right? So with your story. Uh, I would, it would mean a lot to me. Even if it's just one person, just go for it. If you're feeling that calling and you've been wondering or worrying about what it's like um, and and you're listening to it and you feel like, you know, I want to take that leap of faith to it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find your way. And there's ways of, you know, doing it cost effectively as well. If that's Mm. something that you're conscious of, Um, you know, there's always like if you, you know, I do recommend having a job secured. Mm-hmm. before you move here that is one thing that i'd say you know maybe i wouldn't advise just moving move here there. without anything secured however now leaving like the visa situation is so much easier to get a, a visa so you mm-hmm. can stay for 60 to 90 days and and look for work whilst you're here um and the mm-hmm. city is growing and there's a lot of you know if you're in tech or um you know some kind of creative commu- um, industries um, then then you won't have uh, an issue but I would recommend you know I came because I had that that security of, of a job mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. you know a, an acquaintance of mine who wasn't able to make it she mm-hmm. tried she, she came without a job she, she got a real estate job here but real estate can be tough because if you do uh, commission only then of course you don't have your basic and and Dubai is expensive so yeah. you have to have a lot of you know sort of like savings um uh on the side to be able to to make it you know you make your first three months or make your six six months but if you have a job secure then you're okay mm-hmm. um so again of course make be sort of reasonable with your choices um but uh but yeah, I mean, reach out to your network, uh, right? That's the that's the mm-hmm. advice I'd give. Reach out to them, speak to them. If you know anyone here mm-hmm. who's already moved, of course, that makes it much easier because yeah. you can then tap into their network and make friends, put right friends. Um, so that's that's easier once you're here. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many I think, opportunities. And and if you have your own business. Right. Even if you just like have your own business, there's so many like new visas that came up mm. for entrepreneurs for like, especially in tech. Um, that if you have your own business and you want to work from Dubai, you can apply for us for a visa that lets you do that. Um, which is great. And the costs as well are much lower than the, what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that that visa situation for people is a bit of an unknown, but there's also, uh, consultants who actually you know, help, uh, help you make sure that you apply for the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all a lot more affordable these days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So a lot of people these days, you know, they also have their just online businesses, right. And they, um, and they move here with wow. their online business and they work from here and take calls from, from here and did multiple, deal with multiple time zones but it's 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 much better to do it when you're in a sunny place and you get that vitamin d every single day which oh nice which we we don't think about mm-hmm. how much that influences us but yeah when mm-hmm. i lived in london for such a long time i was i felt yeah. that deficiency but without knowing like people you know when you're on the tube and you're kind of 
and you have got those layers on you and yeah <laughs> everyone's a bit depressed because you know it's 7 30 in the morning or eight o'clock and you've been you had to travel to work for an hour and it's raining and you know I fainted in the tube I think it happened once or twice because it was wow. so hot and I fainted and I woke up and there's like a circle of people around me are you okay I'm like oh my gosh what just, what just happened <laughs> that was fun uh so yeah I mean whereas here you wake up you go for a walk or you go for a run or you go to the gym I walk my dog and it's and it's sunny um and I know that you know I know I don't know that's the thing in the like even where you were in Toronto I don't know how that like where you live right how does that affect do, do you feel like it's resonating yeah I mean Toronto is definitely we have because when you were talking about this weather, uh, sunny and like, you know, mm. uh, you know, cold weather in London. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I imagined uh, the snow that we had in April in, in, in Toronto, I think uh, a couple years ago, two years ago, three years ago, I can't mm. remember. But like sometimes, yeah, we we have some snow in April. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened in Poland. My, I'm, I was used to minus 20 degrees Mm -hmm. you know and kind of like going out being like 14 15 going out with a shovel and like you know (laughs) (laughs) uh to push away the snow and like my dog's running around it was fun uh good workout when you're 14 and fun right but i'm like if you do it like if it happens when you're an adult and you have to do things like that you're like okay Oh, you you. really want to make me (laughs) travel to Dubai now. I'm like, oh my goodness. Come come before it gets hot. I recommend, if you want to come and check it out, I would recommend the best best times to come. Uh, November, October, November, December. December can get a little bit busy because everybody's coming here in December. Oh, so that's the best time. October, November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like really good time. And then January, I have to say, it gets really rainy and cold. So if oh, you wow. want to come for the sunshine, okay. yeah, if you want to come for the sunshine, I mean, uh, for us cold, it's like 17 degrees, but when it's, you know, it's, it, it can get cloudy and rainy and like when it rains, it pours because also, oh. I don't know if it's very common knowledge around, uh, around the world is that Dubai does something that's called cloud seeding. I didn't know. To stimulate cloud seeding. Okay. Cloud uh-huh. seeding. Uh, yeah. So it's to stimulate more rain. So when there is clouds in Ras Al-Khaimah, which is the neighboring uh, emirate, for example, of Jera, uh, in the mountains, when the mm-hmm. clouds form, um, they basically send airplanes with that they have like this particular uh, substance and uh, molecules and that they um, sort of um, attach to the clouds. You know, oh, wow. I didn't know clouds, that. Wow. And then that causes more rain. Wow. which is amazing because it, it brings the temperature down. I wish exactly. they were doing that in, in the summer, Yeah, <laughs> frankly, wow. but first you have to have the clouds. Wow. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's in tune with the nature. It's not like a, a harmful thing, um, but uh, it just basically produces more clouds and that those clouds produce more rain. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, January can get a bit rainy. So if you come here in January, you might be disappointed um mm. february march again really really good time to come and just come here for you know a week or two to to really just explore and and see how you find it or if you want to take a leap of faith like i did also go for it right what's the worst that can happen no ah, i love it yes <laughs> what's the worst thing that can happen yet right we just gotta do what we gotta yeah. do um yeah. wow okay so 
I just have a uh, one, uh, like a two last question. Uh, one question that I definitely wanted to ask you is like, you know, I feel like you, well, not I feel, I know that you've achieved so much in your career. I mean, you've been working in marketing for the past, I guess, like 15 years or so. And now you're a marketing director at Level Wellbeing. And also you have huge passion, you know, for dance and fitness world. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, um, you founded this amazing dance uh dance studio uh in dubai and also you were teaching in uk as well so mm-hmm. in my question is like you know what drives you uh, to do everything like this amazing things and mm-hmm. also uh, what what do you think that you know the one thing that really contributed to your success in our own terms okay, <laughs> okay. so when it comes to dancing, dance has always been my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did classes when I was young. Mm-hmm. I wasn't amazing. I was okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, sort of when you're young, of course, your body learns so much quick, quicker, right? So when I was young, I wanted to basically, my dream was to be Beyonce's backing dancer. Oh, one of, the, one of her it. dance crew and, and just wanted to travel the world with her. That was my dream, you know, obviously uh that was a bit of a far-fetched dream uh personally I think but um yeah again like if I believed in it maybe I would have I would have made it happen but I think it was just like an unachievable dream for me at that time uh knowing where like this small city where I come Mm. from etc so uh dance has always just been my my passion like I love to move my body and then uh I moved to London I joined some belly dance classes and that was a first for me as well. So that's why I just loved experiencing all of these new things because I mm. never, you know, I just saw it on TV. I could never uh, done join belly dance classes where I'm from in Poland because in that small town, it wasn't popular. Like mm-hmm. we had ballroom and, and Latin, but I never really tried belly dancing. So I love that. And then I was good at it. So I started teaching and I joined the belly dance club there. So that was fun. And after a while, um, I tried Zumba and um, I was going through a really tough time uh, relationship wise. I, uh, you know, I was engaged and uh, broke off the engagement and dance really was just something that just kept me going. And again, like at that time, my financial situation was really crap as well because I lost my job that back then as well. And I was given one day notice. Mm. So I was going through all of this crazy, that was a crazy 360 period in my life where everything just completely changed and I had to move out and find a new place to live. Oh, it was, it was crazy. And dance was just like, I was going to those classes and I was following my instructor, Maria, who I love dearly. Um, she was my Zumba instructor and she would do a 7 p.m. and an 8 p.m. class. And I would just do both. I would follow her like a crazy wow. person. Two was hours like, I'm a doing day. both. Wow. Class. Yeah, because I ha- it was the only thing that wow. kept me going. It mm-hmm. helped me. It, like, you know, when we dance, we we do get a dose of happy hormones and endorphins in our bodies. And at that time, maybe I didn't even know about it. I was just, I just felt like I had to do it because it was the only thing that kept me happy. And I was in that really bad, depressed state. So, and then I, one day I woke up and I was like, I want to do this. I want to spread that joy. I want to spread that energy. I want to help other women. Mm. And, um, and that's when I was like, what can I do without having like a proper professional, you know, background 
as a mm. dancer. And I signed up for a Zumba course and I did the Zumba certification and I loved wow. it. It was like so much fun. And the standard in, in, in the UK standard for Zumba is very, very high. And I have to mm-hmm. highlight that because mm-hmm. it's not like that everywhere in the world, but in the UK, it's very, very high. So I signed up for the course and loved it, met so many incredible people. And then I you know, hired a hall, got my own sound system. And it was kind of like, you know, those vibes, like, oh, you know, kind of like pen and paper, list, uh, list, list of attendees, cash payments, all of that. Oh, I love <laughs> That's it. That's how it all started. Um, so I think that was 2013. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, 10 years ago. So uh, that was fun. That was, these were the beginnings. And then I met incredible people. We traveled all around Europe. We danced all around Europe. We did all of the fun things. And uh, and that's like, and I grew, I grew my classes and I joined uh, a, another sort of like a team of instructors that we were teaching together at Maloka, that was a, which was a place in the UK as well, in London. And then uh, it was 2016, I left and I moved to, to Dubai and then I knew that I wanted to continue teaching and it just kind of like I fell into that but then Zumba here in Dubai is a little bit different and and, and I think I'm grateful for that because then that made me uh, start my own program and start my own business where I team up with my business partner who teaches Afro and at that time actually mm. Afro beats were not as popular as they are right now like right mm-hmm. now they're just it's everywhere yeah it's really popular it's everywhere it's crazy right so in dubai there's a huge afro afro vibes afro beats craze and my mm-hmm. business partner teaches that and then for example we also teamed up with other instructors who teach for dance body uh heels um twerk Yes, you can do twerk in Dubai. You'll be very surprised. <laughs> you can do pole dancing in Dubai in case people were wondering. Yes, there's pole dancing in classes in Dubai. It's everything. Um, Love so, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hip-hop, commercial, everything. Yeah. Mm. So, like, that's why it's like I really like what we do right now because we offer a variety of classes to women. And, yes, ladies only is a big thing here. So mm. there's ladies who are veiled and they want to, uh, you know, they they need that privacy when it comes to class. So we decided that to, to base our business model on ladies only classes. So mm-hmm. we specialize in specialize in providing women, uh, classes for women. And uh, and. Yeah, I love it. And it's like so many different cultures and, and what I love about Dance Buddy. And I think what's, what's, why, why we like my, my heart and soul is still in, in dance is that, um, we are, you know, it's not, it's not about who does it better. And it's not mm. about, oh, you know, I, I do it better than you. Yeah. You know, kind of like, you know, know when you walk in to a class and you can feel the vibe that it's a bit like, mm-hmm, who is this new girl? It's like, oh, this know, is my I spot. Know, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, we don't have that. For us, it's about supporting each other. And we all know as women, it's like everybody's going through something. Yeah. And when they walk into that mm-hmm. class, you don't know how they day, wow. their day has been. You don't know. Maybe they were crying five five yeah, minutes earlier. Exactly. Exactly. And I had those moments many times as well when I was mm. going through like some hard stuff when I, you know, I was crying five minutes before the class, but I yeah. felt bad on canceling it because I really wanted to just yeah. let it out. And then at the end, like, you know, I had tears in my class as well, but I I, mm. I did it. I taught it. And yeah, at the end of up. the class, mm-hmm. I showed up. And then at the end of the class, someone would walk up to me and say, thank you so much for this class. I needed it. I really needed it. I had a really oh. shit day at work. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, 
<laughs> if you like if, if you only know how much this means like it yeah. means so much i get emotional about stuff like yeah. that so that's why i think i love dance uh you know especially when it comes to bonding when it comes to creating our community because when we dance together and that's actually a scientific fact which i didn't know earlier did you know that when we dance when people dance together mm-hmm. and they form a synchronized movement yeah there is something in our brains which is like tribal it takes us back to our prehistoric kind of mood like vibe when it comes to in, in our brain i cannot explain it properly but there's a program about it on netflix you can watch it oh, when we dance okay. and we're in synchronization something happens that we connect on a, on, a, on a very very deep level oh wow that's why when you go to a uh, let's say crossfit class you mm-hmm. won't find that you won't find that bond with your crossfit mates like that on that level when it comes to dance or yeah. yoga when you go through those yoga pose, poses together when it comes to dance yeah. and you do that choreography together at the end of the mm. class and everybody's like hugging each other and crying yeah. and like, oh my gosh right? yeah so true it's a primal it's a primal thing in our brain that we connect with mm. people when we synchronize our body movements yeah. wow so that's a <laughs> it's a trick <laughs> wow <laughs> that we don't even know but it makes us happy mm-hmm. it makes us happy and i think that's why like so many ladies come back they've been they've been coming to our classes now for f- some ladies for like four years and they they've ex- they've transformed their bodies they've 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 worked on them so much they've transformed their bodies the confidence like yeah. there's a lady um her name is uh, in, I might not maybe not want to disclose it but she just mm-hmm. completely transformed herself when she posted a, a video from 2020 versus 2022 oh. like she just completely transformed herself wow and uh, confidence grew her you know her body just was amazing like changed in, in in this beautiful way and like she was already very beautiful but like she was just so mm. much confident like you can see that confidence and mm. her movements got shot like amazing so we're not we're not doing it for like our class is not for professional dancers. Our classes are for women who just love to dance, want to get better at it. And um, so they are beginner friendly um, and also intermediate. So if you want to get to the next level, you can. Um, but it's just all about having a good time, having a good workout, connecting with other women, like-minded women. Like for example, tonight we're going out on a night out, we're going to the cinema and we're going on a night out later. Oh my gosh, I love um, it. Mm-hmm. So we've got that community vibe as well. Wow. And I think it's very important, especially like when you're an expat again, like your friends become your mm-hmm. family. Yeah. And the circle that you surround yourself with becomes your family, right? Because you, not many of us have got family here. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. that, those friendships, I think that's another thing. It's not just the Dubai thing, but any expat community, I think it's like when you, when you leave your family and mm-hmm. your friends become, become that family and, and we're here for each other, like. I, I'd say like really I know that I can count on my friends here anything happens that's why it's like one of those things like I know I'll be okay because I, if my friend is in trouble I know I'm gonna support her or him mm. and it's the same either both ways wow thanks for creating you know that you know community and also you know amazing dance studio I think uh you know I am you know usually like a person who's looking for teacher like you you know like oh I I want to I want to dance whenever I move to a new country I always like try to find a dance studio uh but uh one of the struggles I personally have is like you know I think like when I was in my 20s I didn't really you know I didn't really 
age wise when I go to dance classes a lot of people tend to be younger you know like 20 mm-hmm. something and then like a lot of people mm-hmm. are way better than me I, I definitely enjoy it but like I find mm-hmm. myself comparing myself to others as well and also age as well but uh, but I feel like your dance studio really welcomes like everyone mm-hmm. you know whether you know no matter how old they are and then no matter what kind of cultural background they are from so I think like you know I even want to travel to Dubai just to attend your class I mean (laughs) I watched you have to (laughs) you have to we have classes Monday Wednesday Tuesday now so like you have to do all of them (laughs) try all of them (laughs) different ones (laughs) oh and I know when I I've seen it and I've heard it and you know the good thing is I I do really believe that you just have to try different ones and just try mm. the one that really suits you because mm. there's I know there's so many different classes and just like they're not for everybody um so a dance class is it's like it's there's such a huge variety so try different ones see where you feel comfortable mm. um and 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 keep doing it because I remember I had uh one of my participants I think a few of my participants were in the 40s or 50s even 60s wow. especially in the UK when I was doing Zumba and I formed amazing bonds with those women wow. you know they were em- emailing each other you know still it's like check up on each other are you okay how is life you know I was like so kind of like my you know mother figures or you know it's kind of you you that's the thing it's just from that bond because you never know what's going on in their lives yeah maybe they lost someone and they come to a dance class to Mm -hmm. numb the pain or just forget about it or deal with it you know just kind of like get that energy out uh maybe someone's going through a breakup maybe someone's had a shitty day at work yeah. maybe someone's just like wants to really get better at at in their with their confidence and stuff and i personally that was this the 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 journey for me at the beginning when i was doing when i was attending classes like the zumba classes uh specifically and belly dancing like because uh i was not as confident when i was in my 20s before I started teaching and I remember when I was in the in the class in the Zumba class especially like those Latin Latin I'm, I'm dancing in my chair now <laughs> those Latin rhythms and you know a lot of the moves involve the hips and the hips is where we store our emotions is it so when yes so when you move your hips okay oh you I really didn't know release that. you release mm. the the emotions that are being stored and I was like why do I feel like this on a dance floor and I don't feel like this when I go back home. And mm. I think that's sort of like one of those things that made me think. It's like, why am I this person? This is the person that I want to be. I just want to feel free. And I just didn't really feel free that much mm-hmm. when I was in that relationship back then. So, um, yeah, I, that's why it's like when you just feel. And and there's so many different stories as well that I recently heard. Um, it's kind of like when we don't feel so so free to express ourselves even when it comes to words, I think try to to do that with your body first. Mm. And the more you do that, you just feel more free to express yourself. And then, and then the words will follow you. Your confidence will grow. Um, so that's why I think dance is a bit underrated mm. when it comes to things like that. People are like, oh, it's just a dance instructor. So you just shake it. Like, um, <laughs> There's more to that. Thank you. <laughs> There's more to it. <laughs> love that. Yeah. Love that. 
Well, so hopefully when you come, you have to tell me. I, I will. I will definitely. <laughs> I definitely want to travel to Dubai and attend your class. I mean, yeah. definitely. Um, okay. One last question. Um, so I ask this question to all my guests. So mm-hmm. uh, if there's any book that you want to recommend to our listeners, uh, what would Ooh. it be? Ooh, oh, my God. Okay, so many. But mm-hmm. you're asking for one. And actually, it's very topical. It's called The One Thing. Oh, and I recently finished reading it. It's it's actually called the one thing, and the it's one a, thing. It's, okay, it's the one thing. It's got like a blue, a black, and and a yellow cover at this point in time. So, uh, it's about it's it's for serious multitaskers wow. specifically. Mm. Um, so it is you know how we all have. I don't know about you, but I know as many people, me and myself included, we all have a hundred tabs open. Mm-hmm. not just oh, tabs yeah. but like different windows with 100 tabs mm-hmm. and then you know how we normally switch from one task to another because we're doing so many things and we want to do so many things at the same time i think guys are better at it because guys focus on one thing at a time typically oh. women we multitask more mm-hmm. so like and then you know it talks about how much time we lose by doing that because it's actually been proven that when you switch in between tasks that you lose like 20 percent, 20 minutes to to try to focus on the next task okay or you know when you jump from one to another so it just kind of talks about it, it, it and things like things like that that we know but we don't really put in the work so mm-hmm. how that helped me and I, I think that may help others as well as like when I start my day I just focus on that one thing that I want to achieve that day what's the one thing that's going to get me closer to that goal if it's, for example, work-related, if you have OKRs, and so what is that one thing that I need to do today that will really help me get closer to achieving my OKRs? Is that one thing that in my personal life I want to achieve? What's my goal? What's my one-year goal, two-year goal, five-year goal? What's gonna? What's the one thing that I'm going to do today that's going to really help me? Everything else can wait. So it really talks about that. And it, it really kind of you know, because personally, I always, I felt like, because I love my work, I love what I do. So I feel like I've, I've, I'm not doing enough any, any, like every day I can do more mm. just because I love it. Mm-hmm. So every, at the end of the day, I would just feel like, oh God, what I do today? Like, did I really do enough? Mm-hmm. And it kind of t- helped me take a step back and, and kind of be like, you know what? Like you, you actually have achieved this important thing today. Mm. and that's in line with your goal so like don't be so hard on yourself so this book actually was recommended to me by uh by someone I work with so I'm really grateful to to him for that um and and I recommend it to my team as well because it's so easy and Mm simple it sounds so easy and simple but it's not yeah so I definitely definitely recommend that one I don't know about you if you're if you're like serious multitaskers like Doing I that. have a lot of tabs open. I'm just looking at my tabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I definitely want to check Always. it out. I'm super interested yeah. in um, you know, learning more about that. You know, the yeah. one thing. I love the title as well. The one thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it sounds really simple, but it's 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 hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I started bl- really just blocking my mornings now. I'm like, I'm love it. My priority. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Um so yeah, definitely recommend it. Well. Thank you so much, Eva. I know that thank like you. we've chatted for more than an hour. Wow. Uh, thank you so much for your yes. time and sharing your inspiring story. I'm like, I'm I'm so grateful for for you um, and everything that you shared. <laughs> you. Uh, and I'm sure I'm very very certain that like your 
helping a lot of people who are listening to this podcast episode. Like maybe like this is the episode they needed to listen to, to go through their journey or achieve their dreams. I'm sure of it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really, thank you for (laughs) reaching out and for the universe to, you know, somehow the universe decided helped us to kind of, uh, um connect connected us and that we got connected and yes i mean if there's any other support if anybody wants to you know reaches out on the back of this episode to you and wants to reach out to me um they they can um you can find me on linkedin or instagram same name name surname um if you have any other questions around dubai or anything else dance <laughs> uh, well-being mental health yeah. anything um you know, the related to what we talked today. So I'm happy for, for anyone to reach out to me and thank you so much. Honestly, I'm really happy that, um, hopefully I was able to, um, tell this, the truth, like the true, true story <laughs> of, of how life here is. And I just want to wish everybody luck, whoever has decided to take a leap of faith and, 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 uh, leave home. I know it's not easy, but it's extremely rewarding and, that's where the self-growth happens. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you for this amazing idea for having this podcast and and Aww. for enabling people to to give them more confidence and, and helping them on that journey, mm-hmm. uh, not just with your podcast, but with everything that you do. So mm-hmm. thank you, Lucy. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So I'm going to link Eva's LinkedIn and also Instagram. Her Instagram is so beautiful. And then she has uh, a lot of dance videos. So you're going to love. I'm like, wow, like she's dance is amazing. Like, wow. So definitely check it out and connect with her. Uh, message her if you have any questions. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, Eva. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you learned something new from this episode. And now you are motivated and fired up to make your dream come true. Make sure to share with others who might need to listen to this podcast because this is something they needed to listen to to be inspired. We never know. Lastly, be sure to subscribe and follow Self Made Express with Lucy John on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for being here.